Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to the middle of the week, Wednesday, March 3rd. I hope you're doing well. Hey, yesterday, uh, you know, we did not uh, did not progress real well. We ended up down. I'm sure Dave will bring us up to speed on that here in just a few moments. You can see I'll give you a heads up early on. Uh, we ended up a little down for the day. <clears throat> maybe, just maybe we can rebound. We'll talk about that and more coming up next with Dave. Fire there. It's uh, morning, Dave, here. And boy, am I on fire this morning. <laughs> Quick, throw some cold water on me. 8.41 now. Time to check in on your money and find out what's going on on Wall Street. Yesterday was... Well, when I got on the phone with Philip Stantler a couple of minutes ago, I said, well, yesterday kind of turned out poopy, didn't it? Well, it kind of did. We had another off day. Could have been profit-taking. Let's find out. Down to Stantler Financial Services we go. Philip Stantler is on the line. Philip, good morning. Was that profit-taking yesterday, or was it just generally we ran out of steam? Uh, I'm thinking we ran out of steam. It could have been a little profit-taking, too. I mean, but... Uh... You know, after after, you know, Monday's huge increase, um, there could have been some definitely could have been some some profit taking there. But, um, you know, and then coming off of the um, Johnson and Johnson vaccine news, I mean, there's and there kind of was this lull in covid news yesterday. So, um, you know, I think all those things played into what happened yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't a good day. We gave back part of what we gained on Monday, would be a fair way to put it. The Dow was down 144. NASDAQ did take a bit of a bath, down 230. And the Standard & Poor's went down by 31 and a half. So we gave back about a third of what we gained the day before. So net-net on the week, we're still in the positive. And until the jobs report came out this morning, I thought we were going to take some of it back again. But then ADP announced that we only added 117,000 private sector jobs last month, and the market expected a heck of a lot better than that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They really did. They expected 225,000. So, you know, that was a big miss. Um, and you're right. Futures were green, um, looking really good to start the day, and then that report came out. And uh, it has pretty much reversed itself uh, across the board, actually, it has reversed itself now across the board. Um, everything has gone back to being red. So, unfortunately, uh, that jobs number has uh, has taken the wind out of the sail, at least for right now. We'll have to see what happens at the open. It'll be interesting to see just how seriously they take it. I mean, historically, ADP's numbers have not been on target with the federal government's report. But the direction generally has been generally in the right direction. So we're looking at a disappointing private sector job growth. Tomorrow we get first-time unemployment claims. And then on Friday we get the big number from the federal government total unemployment rate. So far that kind of takes the bloom off the optimism we had at the beginning of the week, doesn't it? It really does. And so those are some important uh, numbers that will come out in the next two days. Obviously, the, the Thursday number of first-time claims is always something you and I look at. Um, and more importantly will be the revisions made in uh, the couple weeks past. And then, then yep. obviously on Friday when we get the non-farm payroll number and then the, the official unemployment rate. Yeah, the, the, you know, the revisions are actually – some of them have been pretty striking over the last few weeks up and down – as far as the claim numbers. So it'll be intriguing to find out how well it works. And as usual, 
coming out of a recession, probably the overriding macro figure the government can put out is a picture as to how the jobs picture is going. And when that's a disappointment, it has a deleterious effect on stock prices overall. Uh, that's true. I mean, you know, jobs are so important to our economy. Um, if people aren't working, they're not spending money. And so that becomes kind of the bottom line is, is we need people back to work and we need to, uh, you, you know, to curve our, I mean, they're going to start this big unemployment thing again, um, which I know there's a lot of people that need that help, but it would be better to open things up and to get people working uh, rather than uh, the government uh, paying them money. So um, hopefully by uh, three months from now, four months from now, um, this will all be in our rearview mirror. You know, the, those that want to be vaccinated will pretty much have gotten the opportunity to do it. And, uh, and, and things should be opening back up. And then we'll have to see what happens with the economy. Absolutely. Good news out of the Biden administration yesterday. They said with the Johnson and Johnson flood of vaccines, they expect to be able to pretty much get everybody in by the end of May. And that's good. The other tidbit that goes on out of uh, Wall Street is partially trivia more than anything else. Everything lost a little bit yesterday, but some somehow GameStop managed to go up. The Reddit brigade goes at it again. GameStop is trading over $100, I think, again this morning. And there really isn't a rationale for it other than a bunch of investors playing with the stock price. That's right. I mean, it's total stock manipulation because that company is nowhere near that stock price. So um, it's pure manipulation. Uh, you know, it, it's like to me is like going to Wall Street. I mean, going to, to Las Vegas and and putting your money on red seven, you know, and so it's uh, it's going to be Russian roulette whether you make money or don't make money. Yeah, you got the money to lose. Putting the money on the Red 7 can be fun, but some of the guys that are involved in this thing don't have the money to lose, and that could cost them their shirts. I got kind of a kick out of it, a tidbit item I found on one of my newswires this morning. Now that Reddit gang that uh, messed with GameStop and tried to mess with Silver a few weeks ago, now they want to establish an exchange-traded fund that basically, as a group, does what they did to GameStop and do it to every stock that comes along, evidently, that gets sh sold short by the big brokerage houses. You and I were kind of giggling about that before we went on the air. I'll bet that runs into a ton of red tape at the SEC before it gets certified, right? I would think so, Dave. I mean, it, it would have to. I mean, just the whole, um, you, you know, what's behind it, you know, it is not a um, an investable cause, so to speak. Um, you know, it's playing havoc on the markets, and and the SEC, I don't believe, is going to like that um, because it is, to me, pure stock manipulation. And uh, yeah. uh, I just don't see the SEC allowing that uh, that ETF to come to fruition. I was going to say, a mutual fund or an exchange-traded fund with its stated mission to cause mischief uh, doesn't strike me as, number one, a good investment. And as you said, something that the government's going to look too terribly uh, favorably towards either, right? Exactly. So, so we'll have to see how that plays out, but uh, I, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not sure it's going to fly. <laughs> I hear you. The meat of earnings season continues, and I know you've got a boatload of reports. Let's run through a few here, shall we? All right, so let's look at some retailers because uh, that gives us an indication of how people are spending their money. We had Dollar Tree uh, come out. Uh, they earned two cents ahead of estimates. Uh, revenue was basically just in line. 
Um, they're, they're down this morning, at least they were earlier, because they missed on comparable same-store sales. So they were expected, same-store sales are expected to be increased by about 5.5%. They only increased by 4.9%. So, uh, so they're, uh, they're taking it on the chin today, about down about 2.5%. And I wow. saw, I don't know how credible this is, but I saw on Facebook that uh, I guess we're going to get a new Dollar Tree here in Sebring, um, yep. where from the Pier I, 1 was. So that would be nice. From what I read, a whole bunch of the Pier 1 stores that closed up with that corporate bankruptcy are going to turn into Dollar Trees. I gather there was a big real estate transaction that took place in there. But So that'll be nice to have something back in that store. So uh, the, the next one we have is Nordstrom's. Uh, Nordstrom's uh, beat estimates by seven cents a share. They also had better than expected revenue. Um, they have, uh, like some other retailers, they've had a real big boost in their digital sales, as well as uh, they had a lot of growth in their off-price operation. Um, and so, so some good news on the earnings and revenue front. However, they warned that uh, they were going to have to clear some excess holiday inventory and they're going to do that by having to discount it and move it to that off-price channel to uh, to get rid of it. And so that's uh, that's not making investors happy there. Um, they're down two, a little over 2% this morning on, on that uh, going forward. We have Urban Outfitters. Um, they beat by two cents a share. Uh, revenue, though, was a little bit below expectations. Uh, they... Uh, and, and not only their revenue slightly below, their gross profit margins dropped by more than 3%. So that's not a good sign either. Uh, when we start looking at Urban Outfitters, they're down about 2.3% this morning. And my last retailer is Ross Stores. Um, and Ross... Nord, Nordstrom's off-price channel, probably, right? No, no, no. Nordstrom's has their own... Kind oh, of they off, do? Off, yeah, they have their own off offline channel, um, but but Ross, they had a terrible quarter. They missed bad. I mean, they were expected to make a dollar a share. They only made sixty seven cents a share. So a big miss for them. Um, revenue was below expectations. Also, um, they're blaming it a lot on California and not being able to open those stores up in California. But I'll tell you. Uh, those stores, even here, you go in and there's just not much on the shelves to buy. So uh, it's not just California that's hurting them. That's, uh, that's the problem we've heard from, uh, you know, almost since the beginning of the pandemic. The off-price stores tend to get surplus from full-price retail stores like Nordstrom that can't sell what they have. Well, if the stores weren't open for half the year, they don't have as much to put into the off-price channel. Exactly. Uh, so they're trading down a little over 3% this morning. So that's my retailers. I, I got two others that I think are, are kind of unique, not unique, but they're, they're household names. Wendy's, the restaurant, mm -hmm. uh, they missed by a penny a share. Uh, revenue also was short. Their same store sales was short. They just kind of missed it across the board. Um, they're trading down almost 4% this morning. Well, poop. And the last one, one I have for you, Dave, is Box. Box.com. Um, mm -hmm. they, uh, they beat estimates by five cents a share. Revenue was well above projections. They, uh, they issued better than expected full-year guidance and outlook. And they expect this current quarter that they're going to see revenue above $200 million for the first time. Um, Holy crud. Yeah. So they're trading up 
uh, 2% this morning. All righty. In summary again, off day yesterday looked good until about a half an hour ago, 45 minutes before we opened. What are we looking at so far, Philip? So right now, down. We're doing down. How you like that? We're just doing down. Um, not uh, not really good there. We've got the uh, the S and P 500 down a quarter of a percent. Uh, the Dow 30 is basically even right now, uh, down nine dollars. And then the uh, the Nasdaq's down almost a half a percent this morning. So not uh, not good news on that front. The commodities front. All the precious metals are down. Um, silver's down 2.3%. Gold's down 1.2%. Copper's down almost 2%. Um, and we get to crude oil. And it bucks the trend, Dave. It's up 1.5% to $60.63 a barrel. Which sounds a lot like where it was yesterday morning at this time. So if we have a trading range, I could live with that. Yeah, but you and I would like our trading range to be a little less, right? Yeah, but as long as it doesn't go higher, I can deal with it. Overseas, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm limiting my expectations. Overseas markets, everything's pretty well green. The Asian rim up uh, some party time. Hong Kong was up 2.7% at the close this morning. Europe is fractionally up midway through their day. Philip, everybody needs advice to be able to stay on track for retirement. And if we can't figure out what's going on as much as we read the junk, how could a person that uh, only has a chance once every couple of weeks to? How do I find you to get a hold of some stability on my retirement? You know, Dave, there's a couple of things coming out, and people need to be aware of some of the possible changes in 401ks that President Biden is suggesting, um, and and not necessarily good changes for a lot of folks out there. So um, you need to stay abreast of that type of stuff. That's what we do here at Statler Financial to keep people advised and abreast of what's going on. Uh, to do that, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Catch us on our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again tomorrow morning. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. You too. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. As we get ready to leave, let me just share what's happening right this second on the futures market. We've got the Dow going back green and the other two still slightly down. Um, so I hope your day goes well. I look forward to you joining me again tomorrow. Take care. Until then, bye now.